Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Happy Monday, everybody. number of different subjects to go over here. Um, we've got some more critical race theory stuff, unfortunately, but as I've said in the past, again, the, the issue is not really critical race theory. The issue are, it has to do with the people who are peddling it. And one of the things that's happening, too, is that countless states, of course, are doing away with it, which is great, as they should. And they're doing away with the race baiting and the race division and even the professional development, quote unquote, that that was teaching all of this, even to staff members within schools. And all of that is great that that's being done away with. But you have to understand, too, that there's a political game that's being played also. There are certain states and certain governors and certain boards of education that will say, okay, look, we're not we're going to do away with critical race theory. So it's sort of like a look over here, but not over here kind of thing. And a perfect example of this, too, is with Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia. So this particular story comes from the Washington Examiner, and it's titled, Georgia Board of Education Votes to Oppose Critical Race Theory Curriculum. So I'm going to mention this here first before I get into some audio from Carmel, New York, where a mother who has children in that school district just lit up the entire school board with their critical race theory nonsense and what was going on. And again... I know a lot of people have heard this audio before because it was kind of earlier in the week, uh, last week, or I should say later in the week. But either way, she has excellent points in the particular audio, but there, there's an angle here that I want to take that I think is an important one. And again, it sort of is one of those look over here, not over here kind of things. And as I've said a thousand times in the past, it's not uh, the critical race theory thing is just one piece. It's just one tool in the, in the Marxist toolbox. So once the critical race theory thing goes away, they'll find something else. They always do. But um, this particular article, again, starts off by uh, by saying this. It says, quote, the Georgia Board of Education voted Thursday to reject critical race theory, quote unquote, curriculum and courses that indoctrinate students across a certain political spectrum. Board members voted 11 to 2 to adopt a resolution affirming the United States is not a racist country and that the state of Georgia is not a racist state. The government body vowed not to support or impart any K-12 public school resources or standards which indoctrinate students in social or political ideological or theory, ideology or theory, or promote one's race or sex above another. It says, quote, believes that no state education agency, school district, or school shall teach, instruct, or train any administrator, teacher, staff member, or employee to adopt or believe any of the following concepts. A. One race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex. B. An individual, by virtue of his or her race or sex, is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously, the resolution read in part. Um, it continues, quote, The education authorities indicated te teachers instructing students on political subject matter should strive to explore such issues from diverse and contending perspectives. Members also voted to reject federal grants that might entail instructing students on race-based curriculum. Now, here's where it gets even more political. Uh, Republican Governor Brian Kemp applauded the board's move to reject what has been called critical race theory. Quote, I applaud the members of the State Board of Education for making it clear this dangerous anti-American ideology has no place in Georgia classrooms, he said in a statement. With our vote today, schools 
state school board members have ensured education in the Peach State will reflect the freedom, equality, and God-given potential of each individual. Now, here's the problem with Kemp's statement. Kemp is really in no place politically to talk about America or American values. He's openly engaged in voter fraud in that entire state. So again, this is the political game that gets played. They say, look over here, not over here. I'll give you a little bit of what you want over here. I'll make a couple of statements applauding it over here. But by the way, don't look over here. The only thing that Governor Kemp needs to be doing is auditing every single vote in the state of Georgia. But he's involved. So that's like asking him to review his own criminality. Now, this is, again, this is where multiple subjects just sort of get mixed in together. But the critical race theory stuff, again, is just one tool in a Marxist toolbox. It's not the real problem. The real problem are the people who peddle it, the money that they receive for peddling it, and then everybody else who's tied to it, who's trying to continue to keep it alive any way they can. And by it, I mean Marxism. Because again, it's not just critical race theory. That's just one slight little avenue. The bigger problem has to do with the people that are supporting it. And those are the people who have to go. Which leads me into this audio. And it's titled, Mom in Carmel, New York, Fights Back Against Teaching Critical Race Theory as Board Tries to Tone Police Her. Now, this is about 11 minutes long, but I'm going to play the whole thing because uh, it really is good. And there's a few points I want to mention at the end, so give this a listen. Good evening. My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my, my situation, my vote for no is a little different. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed Stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their, of their life. You have children like mine who is Muslim, and I'm Christian, and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white. Ma'am, ma'am, excuse me, I'm up, up here. We're, we're not allowed to use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific person, you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media, talking about calling for the death of a former president or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out? Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? 
You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry, who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. But why, are, why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you? The proof that a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. I'm retired. I have nothing else better to do. We can do it peacefully or we can take it to the highest courts because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting us all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. So, so normally, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to just give you just a feedback for a moment. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No, that's your opinion. See, here we go again. This is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not burning, looting, and murdering. This is peaceful. I did not accuse you of that, but I I don't have a problem having a conversation with you, a peaceful conversation, which is this is not. $6.95 per child in the middle school to buy a curriculum from readtome.org that wasn't even approved by the, by the Board of Ed. The administrators took it upon themselves to buy these books with taxpayer dollars while COVID is going on. How many families are struggling to pay their mortgages? Listen, by all means, you want to teach kids these things? Fine, don't do it on my dollar. Don't infringe on my religious beliefs. Don't infringe. Do you know who makes up the majority of this district? Children from police officers' families. Blues. Back the blue children. Do you know what these children feel like when they come home? Have you spoken to them? No, you're silencing them. This whole cancel culture, you're silencing the children. Where are their rights? They have no rights. Because if they don't believe in the indoctrination, the demonic, twisted, sneaky, vile acts and and, and, and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. What, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, a, an idea. I could be black, I could be white, I could be Asian, you don't know. Who are you to determine that? Who is anyone to determine that? You know what? Children in the school system, children like other children, they don't look at color. 
Black and black and white children, Hispanic children, you know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist, not them, not us. You're judging and dividing. You're causing segregation. Everything that we fought for, everything that I fought for for years. So you have the right to stand here and tell me I'm not allowed to mention a name. When the person, the Mr. Barry and Miss Cyrus themselves, you have ELA teachers giving out uh, assignments on police murder to police are bad. You want the proof? Okay. Because we have it. So what policy do you have that teachers are not allowed to go on social media and indoctrinate? They took an oath, a responsibility, and they're, they're, they're going against everything that they stand for. And well, I understand. End it? End it? I have to end it? So, why? I, I, why? You're on my dollar. Why? Well, actually, why? I, I work for nothing doing this. Oh, you work for nothing. Oh. I do. This is a volunteer position, number okay. one. It's number still two. my taxes paying for everything. I, I, I this podium is every taxpayer's dollar here. Uh, we have rights. We have rights. And, and you're making general assumptions? No, I'm not making assumptions. I'm not. I know what I'm speaking about. See, I don't I'm agree not, with you, so it's an assumption. Well, I'm not going to engage in a back and forth with you about this. So if you would like to make an appointment, I would be happy to sit with the superintendent. I don't I don't want to. The superintendent, uh, the assistant superintendent already sent an email and stated that they had no idea that these books were being put on in, in the students' hands. The superintendent already stated that they had no idea that the funds of taxpayers were supporting this. Black Panthers, do you know Black Panthers is a domestic terrorist group? Do you know that it was it was it was condemned as a as a terrorist group? Do you know they kill cops? I have a problem when you're trying to kill a police officer. I have a big problem with that. I have a problem when teachers are passing out flyers, recruiting children to go to to the courthouse to protest Black Lives Matters. When you have people sitting with 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 signs that says all cops are bastards. Really? All cops are bastards? No, I think you people are because the way you're acting yeah. and the way you're treating our children and our police officers yeah. and making them believe that it's okay to abuse them, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and yeah. let you do that. You, you no, I'm, I will become your worst nightmare because I'm going to stand here and keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. And if not, um, we, I can actually go out, get signatures. What happens if we stop paying school taxes? You're going to arrest all the community, the majority of the community? No, I don't think so. This won't be the last of me. I want everyone to know what's going on because you're hiding it. You're hiding it. You know who does that? Communists do that. That's what you're doing. Recruiting children. Children. You're recruiting children to hate our police officers. How dare you? You have a librarian in the high school passing out Black Lives Matter pins. When a student asks for a blue life, why would I have that? Why would she have that? What did you do for police, police week? Why don't you tell me, sir? What is it you want to tell me? You've had your two minutes. I don't need two minutes. I can, I can go as long as I like. No, that's not the point. No? Oh. Who, where does it say that I can't? Is there a law against that? We do have policy. a policy. A board policy. Who, who makes these board policies? The board. The, the board. board. And who pays the board? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody? The chair you're sitting on, we pay for it. The lights that are on, we pay for it. We pay for everything. You want to silence me because I spoke the truth. I spoke the truth. Everyone out there heard me. Whether they agree or they don't, they're going to start looking into it.
and now you're going now you're exposed that's all it's going to end this indoctrination and hatred towards our police officers the systematic racism and cancel culture it's going to end you came to the wrong school district to do this okay you need to respect every child so therefore no politics should be discussed in school rather whether it be conservatism democratic liberalism you gave a a, a, a survey after the elections why why did you ask students who they voted for what did it matter No answer, huh? You have no answers for me. I I didn't expect an answer. That's okay, though. We'll get them some way or another. Same way you can't show us where all our money goes, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank you. Boom, bam. So there you go. Bravo, to say the least. Um, Everything she said is 100% accurate. Couple of things here. First of all, one of the one of the really weird parts about school boards is I would say that they know about oh ten percent of what actually goes on within school buildings. They really don't know. So when a parent shows up, starts dropping names, starts mentioning curriculum things, even at the end there, you heard one of the board members go, "We did that. We we gave out a survey about uh, who they voted for for president or you know who they supported for president. These these children, we did that. They don't know what goes on. I'm not cutting them any slack. That's why they're useless. That's the point. That's why school boards are useless. They're useless because they don't know what's going on. The problem is is that they're responsible for hiring a superintendent by and large. And it's not uncommon either for a superintendent and a school board to completely be on pol- to just be polar opposites. Sometimes they work together on a constant basis and they agree on everything, and then other times they don't. Usually, if the if the um, superintendent ends up doing things that they shouldn't be doing, I'm talking about serious immoral behavior. The the school district will act as if they had nothing to do with it, and they'll usually cut the person loose because they want to distance themselves from that person. It's the guilt by association thing. They don't want to be associated with a superintendent, so they cut them loose. Uh, or they support them 100%, and they, they just lie to everybody and say that whatever they're being accused of isn't happening. So, again, there's there's just a lot there, but she's 100% right. The, the parent had more courage than anybody else in the room. And what was interesting is, is that you can still see in the video other parents or people sitting in the chairs, all masked up, all wearing masks. She's not, doesn't even have one on, thank God. Um, but everybody else just kind of has their head down, just like, just like good little zombies. And they're all just kind of sitting there just completely shocked or ashamed or... Uh, fully aware that they don't know what's actually going on within their own district. So, again, I'm not cutting school board members any slack. It's quite the opposite. They just happen to not know about 90% of what goes on inside of a school building, or any school building for that matter, let alone, again, the ones that they're responsible for. So it's not uncommon that that would be the case. But again, there are more and more parents like this standing up and, and, and speaking out about what's going on, and they should, and they should also just pull them out. I love the line about what would happen if they all just stopped paying taxes. <laughs> I just love that. I love it. And again, the school board member was right. It is a volunteer position. School board members don't get paid anything, but they do accept money under the table. 
Make no mistake, that happens all of the time. We're going to give you five grand cash. Here you go. Now all you have to do is push this through or make this vote or do this or do that. And that happens constantly. And you'd better believe that it's happening in a school district near you because it happens all of the time. It's not an accident that homeschooling is up 700% from last year. It's not an accident that the vast majority, upwards of 60 to 60 plus percent of all parents who homeschool never go back to a public, private, or charter school environment. It's not an accident that people are leaving public schools and finding charter schools, private schools, and homeschooling and online opportunities. Again, I've mentioned this before too, but it's worth repeating. When you hear of students who say that they don't like the virtual environment or the virtual environment of learning, or you'll hear them say, even college students say, you know, I, I, I prefer going to class and listening to a professor in, in person than I do online or over, uh, you know, over a, an online learning environment. The reason that that tends to be is twofold. Number one, they've been brought up in the propaganda system that is American K-12 education, brick-and-mortar schooling, and that they believe that that's the only way that they can learn is if someone else is just yelling something at them of what they should or should not be doing or how they should or should not be thinking. That's number one. And it's very difficult for some of them to shake that. Not all of them. Lots of students detest brick-and-mortar learning, and rightfully so. But the reason that that those that are so used to the brick-and-mortar form of learning fail within the online environment isn't because the online environment is failing them. It's because they themselves, as, as an individual student, have failed themselves. They've believed something that's not real, and that is that they have to pay to learn. You don't have to pay to learn. Learning is free. It's a lifelong skill. People should be reading constantly. I've always recommended nonfiction constantly. These are things that need to happen. So that's the first reason why they fail in online environments. The second reason, which again sort of piggybacks on the first as you might expect, is because it requires reading. It requires individualized thought. It requires writing and learning how to look up accurate information. Those are all skills that typically are not taught now in K-12 schools. What they're taught in K-12 schools by teachers who are they themselves, in many cases, full-blown activists, is they're taught as students to be activists, to yell, scream, as the, as the woman said to the school board, hand out political pins of one persuasion or another, of one topic over another. That's not the, jo- that's not the job of a, K- of a K-12 school teacher. But unfortunately, that lack of professionalism and that immoral behavior bleeds right into a student who might not come from a moral background or have you know, a moral family supporting them in any way. And in many cases, even if they do have a supportive family, that doesn't mean that that student can't be indoctrinated. They certainly can. We've all heard of those stories. My son and daughter went off to college. They were, they were conservatives, and they were 100% fine. And then all of a sudden, they came back after one semester, and now they're all liberals, and they're raging communists. That happens. That absolutely happens, and it's, and it's absolutely horrible when it happens. But that right there, again, is the, the bigger umbrella is the lack of individualized thought. 
the lack of actual thinking and critical thinking and investigation and inquiry on the part of the individual. That's why they fail in online learning environments because they themselves have to be self-directed. And self-direction is not a skill that everybody has, and it's not a skill that's taught in many families, let alone in the school environment. And yes, as you might expect, teacher education departments and teacher education schools within colleges and universities who are training people who want to be teachers, allegedly, they're responsible for this immoral behavior too. 100%. Because again, if they're not teaching the foundations of education, and they're not teaching subject matter, literacy, writing, you name it, or whatever subject it may be, and, and the accurate content within those subjects, then those departments are abusing those students who want to be teachers and indoctrinating them into believing that they need to be activists. And that shift has been something that's been going on for, I mean, my God, at least 70 years now, at least 70 years if not a hundred. I mean, it started well. It started certainly well over a hundred years with the introduction of full-blown Marxism into American K-12 education. But as you would expect, it got heavier and heavier in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. And then it just continued. And in the 80s and the 90s, you had technology start to show up in schools. And then in the 2000s, all they did was combine those two things. And then throw activism, sprinkle a little activism on top, and presto change you you've got in an entire building filled with people that don't know the truth about anything, from the teachers and administrators and school boards right down to the students themselves. Now, that's not to diminish countless students, because again, countless students know far more than their own teachers do. And that's one of those hidden things, and it's really a cool thing, because I've watched it happen. But th that's a really cool thing when a student knows more than their own teacher. And the teacher's back is against the wall, and they have no idea what to do or, or, or what they're talking about. And the, and the student will call them out in the middle of class and tell them that they have no idea what they're doing. And we've seen those videos on YouTube, and we've seen those videos on social media before. And that stuff isn't going to go away. It's only going to get worse. Because what's interesting about the time that we're living in right now is we're watching the absolute disintegration of K-12 education. And it's a moral, just it's a moral foundation. And it's all crumbling right now. All of it is crumbling. So there are countless opportunities to learn. There are countless opportunities to actually receive an education. And you don't have to do it in a brick-and-mortar school. You just have to be self-directed, and you have to want to learn. And the best way to do that is to tell the truth and to find out what the truth is and continue to investigate the truth, regardless of what subject it is that you're learning about. But being a self-directed learner is arguably one of the most important things that a person can do for themselves, because that's a skill that they'll never, ever get rid of. Because again, in the end, it's not really critical race theory that's the problem. It's communism. It's not cancel culture. It's fascism. They use these words and they use these phrases to distract people, to basically just tone it down. Well, we'll do away with critical race theory then. Mind your own business. Don't worry. Go away. The problem is communism. Yes, the problem is critical race theory. Uh, yeah, sure. That's like saying, you know, the problem in the toolbox is just that screwdriver over there. It's just that screwdriver. There's a whole lot of other tools that are really awful, but, you know, that screwdriver is the worst. Nah, they're all bad. The entire, the entire toolbox has to be thrown out.
because the problem is communism, Marxism, fascism, socialism. It's all of it. That's the biggest problem. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.